Out loud. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Oh, look how loud I am. He's so loud, man. I listen to myself. I listened to some of our podcasts while I was, you know, on my road trip. Yeah. Which is interesting. Very interesting when I then call you on the phone and I'm like, I just talked to you. No, wait, didn't we just have you? No, I was listening to you and now I'm listening to you again. Past Ingo talking to past Jen. So that was confusing. But I do mumble a lot. So I'm going to try not to mumble. Enunciate. Okay. okay. You're very good at radio. I am better at watching television. (laughs) Well, I'm looking forward to the renewed GR Dad experience. Improved. I'm... I criticize you, and I'm having real problems. Now with, with more enunciation. <laughs> okay, awesome. Yeah. Uh, the cocktail of the week is the Grinch cocktail. It's so good. This was sent by a friend of the squad named Beth, um, and it's on somebody's TikTok. There's actually a ton of cocktails called the Grinch cocktail that all are totally different, except that they're green. And, I bet uh, there's one with Mountain Dew. It I, has to be. I mean, if Mountain Dew is included in an ingredient list, I don't even look at it. That would be very grinchy. <laughs> yeah. There's a, a melon-flavored liqueur, which isn't super strong flavored. Like, that sounds like it could taste like bad bubble gum, but it's not. Uh, but it's super bright green, so that's in a lot of them. Green watermelon? Not, not watermelon. Melon. Oh. So it's yeah. like... Honeydew? Yeah. Cantaloupe? Hun- anyway. Honeydew is... None of that green. was in this either. This is two ounces of vodka, two ounces of pineapple juice... Half an ounce of lime cordial, which is green. That's like lime-flavored simple syrup. Shake it all up, and then you put it on ice with ginger ale. It was quite tasty. Yeah, it was very zippy in many good ways. Yeah. So that's cocktail of the week. And not just with ginger. So it's not like a, you know, Christmas mule. Right. No, it it, it wasn't ginger ale punch you in the face, and then you go like, oh, what's in that ginger ale? Which sometimes <laughs> happens. Like if we make it dark. Is there and vodka in there? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, Moscow Mule is just like alcoholic ginger ale. Yes, which they have also. I think it's ginger beer. No, ginger beer never has alcohol, does it? No. Oh. I shouldn't call it beer then, maybe. <laughs> okay. But, but so, I told you, have I told you about when my dad came to America as an immigrant? I mean, you've told me many stories of him. Yeah, he went to... Uh, we were moving to Ohio, and he went ahead of time to, like, scout the location. Yeah. And he happened to be there around, well, he was just there on his own with no <laughs> no direction. So he was trying to buy some beers on a Sunday, uh, and it was a dry county. And so he first had a very unpleasant interaction with the supermarket where, you know, there was that cabinet was closed where the beer was. And then the, you know... Whoever was manning the cash register told him that we don't serve, we don't sell beer on Sunday. You know, or he thought that was ridiculous and weird. And then, of course, he didn't buy it, so he, he didn't believe it. So he was walking around the aisles, and he's like, "That's beer. I'm getting that beer." And he, he brought like a six pack of beer, and he's like, you know, "I've tricked the system. I've outsmarted everybody. I bought some beer, and it was root beer." Yeah, that sounds like your dad. <laughs> and he hated it. He's <laughs> like, "I was tricked." <laughs> It's not beer. So anyway, ginger beer. The thing is, he wasn't tricking. tricked. He just tricked himself. He didn't know what root beer was. There's no instructions for this. Hmm. You know what else is hard? Hmm. American money. Coins. Like, if you're a German, how are you supposed to know what a nickel is? What the hell? How much is a nickel? There's no number on the, the coin. There's, it just says nickel. Same with quarter. It just says quarter. Okay, quarter we could figure out by, you know, arithmetic. <laughs> but it doesn't say 25 cents. You know, it just says a quarter. A dime. It doesn't say a 10 on it. It's like very, very weird, you know, like you got to know, you got to know, trick, you know. It's like nudge, nudge, wink, wink. It's a dime, guys. So pre-Germany being on the euro, you had the Deutschmark. Yeah. What were the, what was the the smallest denomination coin? One Pfennig. How the hell do I know how many Pfennigs are in a Deutschmark? I don't know, but it has a one on it, and the two had a two on it, and the five had a five on it, and the ten had a ten on it. You don't have to know. It just has a value of a one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. You, if you don't put a value on your coins, you're, you're just saying it's a big inside job. <laughs> you guys, don't even come <laughs> over here if you don't know. You already know what the coins are. Yeah, well, since we're on the subject of German and American culture. Oh, yeah, this is a good segue, and I did not even intend it. Every year... We talk about fruitcake. Dear, dear Dad and I have been together for coming up on 10 years. Many years. 10 years. 
And every year I talk about fruitcake. My family has a fruitcake that gets re-gifted every year. Yeah, it's a joke in America that fruitcake is inedible and nothing good comes of it. And that you don't eat it, you just re-gift it. And so yeah. there's my family definitely, I mean, I haven't been home for Christmas for a while, but I mean, I had the fruitcake some years and you got to save it for a year and then re-gift it. And, uh, and I would talk about fruitcake in its role in American culture to GR Dad, and he'd be like, we have that in Germany, it's called Stollen. And I was like, my dude, no. They're not the same thing. And he's like, but it has fruit in it. I, I was, was like, like, no. Stolen's pretty good. I don't know why you every keep regifting. Every year. Every year. He's like, we have that in Germany. It's called Stolen. And I'm like, Stolen is not what fruitcake is in America. You, it's not. So anyway, uh, side, relevant side note. So. Oh, okay. Mine are not relevant. I see where you're going with this. <laughs> so over on my professional account, I had uh, mentioned that one of the ways we are bringing ourselves joy in the pandemic is to be ordering really delicious food from places and having it like UPS shipped to us because we can't get food delivery to our house because we live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it is easier for us to get food from Wisconsin than from Key West. Per well, sort of. Well, to They'll get bring it, it to our house. Delivered, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, huh. And so... We have been ordering cupcakes from Georgetown Cupcake and then through Goldbelly, which is a great site and often where oh. I give all my Christmas presents from. I mean, it's just, you know, great restaurants from all over that will ship their food. We found a place that actually is based in Florida that does, uh, it's a barbecue place and it's a regular barbecue place. You can get all brisket and all kinds of stuff, but they have burnt ends and they also have vegan burnt ends that are made out of uh, Beyond Burger and they are so good. They're, so, I mean... We're eating a lot of them. I, I ordered like four pounds of them last time. Yeah, and a lot of it's the barbecue sauce, but a lot of it is the consistency and the flavor oh, of the so of the not meat. It is very good. It's sort of uh, in its own right. You don't have to compare it to barbecue. It's in its own right. It's t very tasty and delicious. Delish. So, uh, so I was like, you know, if you guys have favorite local places that you know, like I can go on Gold Belly and find stuff, but you know, Georgetown Cupcake's not on Gold Belly. Like, I right. just know of them, and they ship. I'm like, do you have favorite local places that ship? And so people gave me all these great selections. So we ordered, like, blueberry pie and, for GR Dad, like, lobster mac and cheese from this diner, oh, yeah. the main diner in Maine. I talked to, like, Joe, who owns the <laughs> diner. Like, I called him on his cell phone and gave him my credit card number. Um, so people, and, I mean, we had a ton of stuff. We got pasties from some places. They were good, Those yeah. Those were really good. Yeah. Um, so anyway, many, many people suggested Zingerman's Bakery in Ann Arbor, Michigan, which has a real cult following. And I was Zingerman's or Zingerman's? Zingerman's. Well. Soft well, G or hard G? I'm, I'm saying that with a hard G, Zingerman's. Yeah, yeah like Spider-Man, um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I was like, okay, like I like bread, I'll try it. And I ordered a couple loaves and I think... We ordered this Parmesan pepper loaf. So it's like a regular bread loaf. It's got like Parmesan cheese and like like black pepper in it. Mm -hmm. And I think we ate half the loaf all at once when it came. It's so good. Their bread is so good. Yeah. A lot of places, the shipping is expensive because they have to refrigerate it. And this is like just normal UPS shipping rates. And so I'm officially in love with Zingerman's. Zingerman's. Uh, bakery in Ann Arbor and you can get tons of stuff like they just sell pretty much all their stuff through the website and you can have it shipped to you so as as we chowed through that first kind of test order of three loaves I was like <laughs> I am ordering everything and so <laughs> they have a whole like Christmas section and they've got a lot of German stuff so they had Lebkuchen which is like yeah. these German they're Giardad compares them to gingerbread and they're similarly flavored right though they're very different looking cookies but they're and they have these like big they're like three inches four inches in diameter uh which you have enjoyed in yeah the they're meeting. good mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they also have stollen yeah uh and i was like all right we're getting a stollen and we got it and it is one of the most delicious things i've ever eaten i'm surprised you've never had it, it it's got to be in illinois wisconsin they've got to have it too it's german enough so right? stollen is a yeast bread and it's got raisins and currants and probably like little pineapple bits, maybe some nuts in it. It's cakey. I mean, it's, it's on the cakey end. You are not allowed to talk about this because you do not have the vocabulary <laughs> to explain foods. Oh, that may be true. It is not in cakey. German, a, I do. It is a yeast bread. In my other language, I do. That, You know what? I think you might even be wrong in German. Yeah. 
I admit, it's just harder to prove. Yeast bread. It's it's a sweeter yeast bread, mm. but um, but it very dense. So it's not like a fluffy roll. It's a kind of dense yeast bread with little bits of fruit and maybe some nuts in it. And then I was reading their website, and they do like a butter rum glaze that they brush it like three times with and then they put powder sugar on top of that so it's got this really sweet like not exactly icing but kind of powdery top really delicious and so Judad, i have put a little piece of stollen i just gotta reach for one here on this plate for each of us so i want you to take that stollen and yeah. take a little bite of it i'm gonna yeah. take one it's also from zingerman's right it's from zingerman's yes zingerman zingerman, zingerman. man is that good delish don't chew into the mic. <laughs> I know. I was, I was no, no, don't talk into the mic with your mouth full. You just finish over there. So, yeah. Really delicious yeah. yeast bread. <laughs> yeast <laughs> bread. But sweet, not like super sweet, but definitely sweetened. A really nice kind of sweet thing, frosting-y kind of glaze. I mean, it's, it's more just like powdered sugar sprinkled on the rum glaze on the top. And I was like, to your dad, this Stalin's delicious. And he's like, I can't believe you haven't had this before. And I was like, this is not what fruitcake is in America. He's like, it's got fruit in it. And I'm like, man, I'm buying a fruitcake. And so I went on Amazon and I bought a one pound fruitcake, which is approximately, do I have the fruitcake? I do. I got the whole, that's the whole thing right there. It looks like a big Mars bar, like a Toblerone bar. It's not very big. It's not very big and it weighs a pound. Like your dad brought the package in and he's like, there's something really heavy in here. And it was the fruitcake. Oh, I just picked it up. It's ridiculously dense. It's like platinum or lead or something. You pick it up and you expect it's something to be much lighter. Yes, you expect it to be like bread, <laughs> I don't, but it's not. I don't know. That's too heavy. <laughs> so, I, I mean, Americans will know what a fruitcake is like in America. Uh, I don't think I've ever is. had it. I know. So I have cut you a slice and I put it on the plate. So I had you try the Stalin first. So you have in your mind, here's... That's that. a guac sideways moving across the, the rug <laughs> we have to be real cautious of destruction here okay guac you like ruining the climax here okay so you've had some stalin yeah it's delicious i have cut you a piece of fruitcake and now you are to try the fruitcake the american fruitcake okay go for it the, you're just trying to rub my nose in the fact that I I've just said want, this is the same thing I want you for to years. recognize the difference so you never again will be like, we have fruitcake in Germany. It's called Stollen. This thing has like the fluorescent green chunks. What is it? <laughs> is that cactus? <laughs> I think What it's, the hell is green like that? Agave? <laughs> hang, hang on. Let me read you the, the very long ingredient list. Um, eh, I don't like it. You don't have to finish it. He, he picked it up and put it back down. Okay, so it has raisins, orange peel. Don't chew into the mic. Flour, pineapple, cherries. The green things are cherries. What? Artificially colored cherries. Here, I, I'll peel one out for you. The green thing is a cherry? <laughs> well, like, here. Oh, my goodness. So I don't like it. It's very, it's, it's like a gummy bear gone bad. Yeah, that is what it's like. Corn syrup. Nut meats, high fructose corn syrup, margarine, dried oh. whole eggs. I don't think that thing was a cherry. It's like weirdly chewy. Yeah, well, I mean, here, let me give you a piece of... It does look like if you took like a Haribo gummy bear bag and just sat on it for a day, <laughs> it would end up like, uh, what is called fruitcake, I guess here. Fruitcake. But the gummy bears would taste better. Yeah, that's right. This is all... Like weirdly sweet and not really consistency. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. All jam. There's not a lot of cake in fruit cake. It's all this candied gummy stuff. It is kind of like weird candy stuff yeah. in there. Look, if anyone grew up on this and loved it, more power. No to one you. in America loves it. I mean, that's but not true. Is, I mean, I know it is a joke. Like it, the fruit cake is passed around more than it's eaten. It's like there's thing. people who like candy corn. They, they exist, but candy corn mostly exists for people to say that it's bad. <laughs> Fruitcake is like that, too. I'm sure there's people who like this, but generally it is not liked. It is not beloved. If you like fruitcake, you'll love Stollen. <laughs> Maybe they like artificial green flavored stuff. Mm. Stollen is delicious. It yeah. is a fruity bread. Like if you like a cinnamon raisin bread, this is not cinnamon flavored at all. Um, but if like if you like cinnamon raisin bread you will like stalin is just taking that to a really lovely who doesn't like powdered sugar coffee That's what the cake outside direction is. Powdered sugar. Mm. it's really good so 
Now, when I go fruitcake, oh, no. we have that. You can't go like, oh, we have stollen because it is an insult to stollen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fruitcake is disappointing. I can see why it's small. I mean, the one that we have in my family that goes around is is a big round one. It comes in a tin. It's the it's like the size of whatever, like a cookie tin that you would have. It must like, be 30 pounds. It's very heavy. It must yes. be like a, a bag of bricks. You got to store that thing for a year when you get it. You guys have some traditions, though. Don't you have like pajama jeans that you like pass around to that, or something? That's not the same. Okay. Um, <laughs> Fruitcakes fruit cake, fruit being re-gifted every year within families is pretty common that is a thing it's sort of a thing yeah you, you trick people no it's just like oh who's gonna end up with the dish oh great now i got it i gotta store this thing for a year and remember in 12 months where it is so i can give it to Doesn't somebody it go else bad i mean aren't there like no it does not go bad that's troubling because it's not natural that's troubling <laughs> okay um <laughs> One other thing. All right, so moving on. Very educational. Thank you very much. I'm glad we could do that experiment I, together. If I can't see it or taste it, I don't learn it. You do have a lack of imagination about hypotheticals sometimes. You know, you could stop at lack of imagination sometimes. <laughs> yes, yes. So I got a random spam email today to the Golden Ratio email address that says, your podcast is doing a really good job. Your podcast, the Golden Ratio podcast, has good performance in some rankings over the last 30 days. And then it tells us some stuff. You are the number four comedy podcast in Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> number 14. So all of these are comedy podcasts. Number 14 in Moldova. Number 51 in Estonia. Number 61 in the UAE. And number 67 in Singapore. That, I, weird. And I don't believe it. Look, Trinidad and Tobago, there's funnier podcasts than ours. There may only be like 10 people who listen to podcasts in Trinidad and Tobago. So thanks to four of you. <laughs> That's right. Or however that works. No, it didn't give a statistic. It's number four, right? It's just the fourth ranked one. Yeah. So they yeah. all listen to like the common ones. And then there's like <laughs> one person who's like, well, I'll listen to this Golden Ratio <laughs> yeah, podcast. And like that one person. They have one download from Trinidad and Tobago. If you're from Trinidad and or Tobago and you listen to our podcast, please send me a DM or email the golden ratio for it yeah, because we need to boost our ratings and turn it out in tobago <laughs> i just thought that was funny if you can get your soccer your football club to listen to us you'll probably will win what in the heck just that's, happened it's my phone asking how i'm feeling is that your mindfulness bell it is well it's my mindfulness it's my it's not actually <sighs> mindfulness it's just my mood tracking check-in where i rate my anxiety on a scale of one to ten app oh it's a vibe check your phone is doing a vibe check on you. How's the vibe, Jen? Well, it's worse now that you're, you're like, talking like the that. The vibe is crap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, speaking of podcasts. I just, were we? I, we were. <laughs> we're number four comedy podcast in Trinidad and Tobago. Comedy. That's what it says. Uh, That's because of me. <laughs> you're hilarious. <laughs> uh, I do want to drop a podcast recommendation, which is the Magnus Archives. Yeah. Is that what it's called? The Magnus Archives. Is that what it's called? that's what it's called. And so I don't even know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but it, I started listening to it and I started at the beginning and I was like, oh, it's a, it's like a guy, like the conceit of it is that the, that it's the guy who's the archivist for this place called, who's, where is he? Oh, here he's, I'm sorry. He's right here. That's uh that's the sound of Parmesan barking. So the conceit of the podcast that, that makes it sound bad, whatever. The premise of the podcast is that the the guy talking is the head archivist for the Magnus Institute, which is an institute that in London that investigates reports of the paranormal. And so he's come he's just been hired and he's coming in and reorganizing their archives. And so he records statements that people have given about paranormal things. And each episode is him reading one statement. And so I started it and I was like, okay, so it's just a bunch of very well-written, essentially short, first-person short stories about paranormal stuff. Spooky stuff, yeah. Spooky stuff. I've made your dad listen to some. They're spooky. The guy who does the reading is great. Yeah. I mean, all the, there's other people who have popped in. All the voice actors in here are really excellent. A lot of... It's good. There's, they're clever little stories. They're... You know, some are more horror, horror. Some are more supernatural. Mm-hmm. Some are just kind of mysterious. They're, they're interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of these kinds of podcasts have like community theater level acting. 
which is not bad, but like you really got to get yourself past it sounding like people who are acting. Right. And this is not one of those. And him reading it actually takes some of the need to act out of it, right? Because mm-hmm. he's reading someone's supposedly recorded statement or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I thought that's what it was. And I got about 25 episodes in and it turns out all of these stories actually start connecting up into different parts. That's cool. Yeah. And so like then I discovered this week that there's like a season one finale and it brings together all the, not every single one of them, but a lot of them. And then it continues into season two where he's like trying to figure out some of the creepy stuff. So it's really, it's a podcast where like, if I were to do a paranormal creepy things fiction podcast, I would wish I had come up with this. Like I, I'm way into it. They're like half hour episodes. So, yeah. um, and there's like 190 episodes now. So I'm, it's great. Cause I can listen to a ton all at once. Yeah. And, and I like the half hour format cause it, I can listen in occasionally if you're driving us somewhere and I don't have to get up to speed, you know hour four of of a nine hour yep. book yeah and they all work perfectly fine by themselves yeah. uh, but there's it was i i was very pleased to be like oh like that's that guy from the other thing and like that's this oh oh uh, <laughs> that's that's well done then <laughs> it was great so uh so I, I recommend starting at the beginning and uh yeah it's it's really good if you like spooky stuff like that so i've just been meaning to recommend it for a while and now i have magnus archives the magnus archives and they always reference this other audio book or rusty quill productions rusty they reference the the white tapes right or is it videodrome no none none of the above they don't reference anything what am i thinking of something completely different you're thinking of tannis Mm, no or white rabbit this one doesn't have anything else that is its its own universe yeah 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 okay uh, so, dear dad, we need to have a discussion. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been two weeks since you brought Voodoo home. Yes. So we need to decide if we're going to keep him. Well, he, you know, we're doing good work with him, and we can do so much more if we have some more time. He's his leave it is very good. Now. He's a smart boy, and he's nice, and he's trapped in this kind of giant body. We'll do. I think. You know, we should keep him around. Even though having seven dogs is a lot of dogs, I must say. It makes a difference, six dogs and seven dogs. Did you see the video of him playing with guac today? Yes. Look, that's great. Your we dad wasn't here today. We can't deprive guac of that. Oh, my God. And then, I don't I don't know if you watch the snaps, uh, but, like, at dinner time, he was playing with hops. Oh, CBGB great. CBGB was, like, spinning around and pouncing and chasing voodoo around the living room. Which must have been, like looking in a mirror i mean it's like it was you know it, the same dog it is kind of like oh is this dog playing by himself with they his doppelganger very alike and especially in the dark yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well we'll keep him then yeah welcome voodoo well at least a little longer let's do it no, on a week by you week you can't you can't we have like to the pick. dread pirate roberts i just you know maybe i'll kill you tomorrow but you know nope nope no. we have to we have to sign a paper that says That's he's ours right. forever we should keep him okay Forever. He's three. It's going to be forever. I know. What if he's going to look like skinny? It's going to be very interesting. It sure is. Uh, so we had him up at the vet this week. He got his blood test to see if we can start lowering down his seizure medicine. Didn't he just walk in and <coughs> flump on the floor? He splutes. He splutes. Yeah, they took him in the back and they're like, he just splutted down on the floor and we <laughs> took his blood and then we brought him back up here. He's pretty low maintenance at the vet. Yeah, he's a... Uh, it's it's interesting to see him playing now because he is real low energy a lot of the time, but now he's having these bursts of energy. He's, his walks are much better. He's definitely getting stronger, going into the water all the freaking time. Hey, the water seems to be super fun for everybody, including Chief Brody. <laughs> yeah, they're in there all the time. Um, he hasn't had any seizures for us, though there's a few times where his ear has gotten itchy and he's been rubbing it on the floor, and we worried that he was having a seizure because he makes a real weird face. Yeah, and then he sometimes rolled on his back. Yeah, yeah. and then like kicks around. And then he's got like one big eye. <laughs> <laughs> but that's normal. The abnormal, the normal abnormal for our dogs too. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he's never had a seizure and he just had an itchy ear. And, and he's they just kept rolling around on his back making weird faces. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to try to lower his medicine. Um, the one thing that we haven't mentioned yet 
is that, uh, and I, I sort of alluded to this on the snaps, that he's on a special diet. It's called NeuroCare is the name of the food. Um, he's not on the diet food like a lot of the other dogs. He has to be on this because it keeps them in ketosis. So it's the keto diet, no carbs. Yeah. Um, or you know, very minimal carbs because it keeps you in ketosis, which is like a particular way your metabolism works. And it turns out that that's really good for preventing seizures. So early evidence suggests. Um, and I read a couple papers on this before I went into the vet with him before. And, uh, you know, they were like, some of these dogs just stopped having seizures when they were in ketosis. And then like, if you slip up and give them a snack that has a bunch of carbs in it, they'll have a seizure because it kicks it, you know, you go out of ketosis as soon as you get some carbs. So he's not allowed to have carrots. Right. It's been team meatball. Yep. Yep. Which, you know, meatballs are pretty good. Everyone would be team meatball if they could. Maybe not Vink. Vink, I think, actually really loves those carrots. She gets as excited about the carrots as she does about anything else. Yeah, that's true. Uh, So anyway, Voodoo will not be joining a carrot team because he can't have them. No, which is sad. But, you know, he could have a freaking steak. He can have a slab of cheese instead except that that's not good for his weight but you know in theory yeah he would throw him off ketosis he hasn't really lost any weight even though we're giving him the correct diet and we're not he's not getting a lot of snacks um i think the phenylbarbital which he's on can really mess with their metabolism like it can make them gain weight and make them hungry and he doesn't seem especially hungry but it does both that's terrible i know like prednisone I mean, it's not prednisone, but prednisone will do that too. It makes you real hungry, yeah. and then it also kind of makes you retain gain water and retain and, water. Yeah. So anyway, we're hoping to get him off that. So I, my theory, unscientific, and you're gonna roll your eyes, is that he's gaining muscle weight because he's getting some muscle tone in his back legs that he didn't have before. I mean, that's certainly true. His, For one week, his maybe, back legs true. are stronger. Yeah. Um, he jumped on what the ottoman? I mean, he's kind of. He, he can get up on the couch some now. Some slight jumps, which he, wouldn't have happened a week ago. He tried to jump on the bed, which was hilarious because he just <laughs> he got like half an inch off the ground. He tried it is kind of like those videos of the like little <laughs> dogs trying to jump up and they, they kind of bounce off. Yeah, except he's giant. Like he's giant. I mean, I feel bad for him, but it's also a little <laughs> bit funny. Uh, speaking of carrots, when we were going to return the rental car from your road trip. Yeah. We were, so you were driving the rental car. We dropped it off at Key West Airport. Yes. And I was driving my car. Yes. And so it's a 20, it's like a 30 minute trip to Key West Airport from our house, right? About yeah. half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're, we're most of the way there. And Dad calls me in my car from his car. And he goes, my alarm just went off which was time oh. for me to take the roasties out of the oven. Oh, yeah. We still got to get all the way to the Kiosk Airport, drop off his car, turn around and come back. Those were well-roasted roasties. <laughs> they were in the oven for a long time. Yeah. The good thing about roasties is that they can be in the oven for a long time and they won't catch on fire. Because I've tried. We have, This is not the first time that you have left roasties in the oven when we so left So this is house. like, instead of normally I, they're about half an hour roasties. This, yeah. These were an hour and a half roasties. 90-minute roasties. At 425. <laughs> Full-on roasties. They were not burned. They were not charcoal. No, they, they were dark. Everyone ate them. They probably had a very interesting barbecue-like flavor. <laughs> they looked terrible. They're the ones who looked like they'd been in, a, in an arson. Yeah, they were. Oh, burn victims. <laughs> I just wrote down carrots left in the oven. The <laughs> Speaking of vegetation, you have a story about a coconut in Chief Brody. I do? Wait. Coconut. You were outside and a coconut fell off the tree. Oh, yeah. It was like four in the morning and Chief Brody went out and he does the thing where he he either turns right and starts running for the water and I have to kind of catch him or else he's going to take a midnight swim or float. And this time he kind of wandered out left to the front front fence that we have. Yeah. And he's wandering around. It's a full moon, which is really bright here. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's just snuffling around the fence, and all of a sudden I hear, thunk Big, and loud thunk Big, giant coconut had fallen off one of our trees and, like, landed, you know, three feet from him. He didn't care, but it was a big thunk. And I'm like, man, 
You're lucky that didn't hit you. Coconuts are heavy. Also, what are the odds that of the 10 coconuts we have, it falls down right where <laughs> you are, you poor man? I had a coconut fall off a tree when I was out by it, and it hit the ground and bounced and landed on my foot. Ow. And it hurt my foot like off the bounce. Like they are big and heavy. If one of those fell and hit you, it would it would do some damage. I mean, people die. You not not all the time, but like yeah. isn't it Hawaii like Hawaii has the coconuts. I mean, sort of like Hollywood Boulevard. You have the coconut trees right by the street. You got to you got to be right on top of those and get those coconuts off of there because mm-hmm. if they fall from 30 feet up, they're breaking stuff. Yeah. They're wrecking a car. They're very heavy. They're cuz you know, we've shown the coconuts before that like the coconut you buy in the store. Oh yeah. That's the inside part. That's like the pit of the peach. There's a big giant bigger than a football size. No, they're watermelon sized. Mm-hmm. Except that they're like wood watermelons. But wood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Heavy water. Picture like a mahogany watermelon and drop that from thirty feet. Yeah. And then put it next to Chief Brody, poor man. Yeah. He didn't care. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad he didn't get hit with it. No, eventually he ambled back inside. Doop de doo. Yeah. All right. Let's see. We've talked about voodoo. We've talked about CB. That takes care of the two big white boys. Yeah. Uh, Little Cheese Parmesan is doing fine. Uh, He had a weird... Oh, so this is an interesting story. So today, he's got really serious separation anxiety, which is not annoying only because he also doesn't have a bark that works. It's just a horse. Oh, oh. Yeah. (laughs) It's very quiet. Uh, Swizz barked at us all the time, and we couldn't do anything because it was so piercing and we couldn't think. His bark is not like that. No. Not that we let him bark. No, and it makes us feel bad. But it's not as like ear-shattering as the Swizz's yeah. barks. Uh, so he can't really be left alone. I mean, if we're out of... Uh, sometimes if he's looking at us, he still starts barking. Yeah. Uh, like when I went to uh, get the gro- pick up the groceries today, you know, I just haven't put him in my car because I won't go in the grocery store anymore. I had to bring him with me because I couldn't leave him here. Uh, so it's good that we're, we have entered full lockdown in our house for the time that he has left. Yeah. He can't hear very well. I don't think he hears at all. A little bit. No, you can clap sometimes. Mm -hmm. But it's questionable how much he sees either. Yeah. I mean, he can see some stuff. Like if you wave, he'll pick it up. But his vision's not great. Um, There there he is. That's him barking. Yeah. Bless you. Now I have completely forgotten where I was going with that. I had a story about him. Oh, yeah. So today, uh, so I, when I'm working here, I work on my treadmill which I have rigged up to be a treadmill desk in the most ratchet sense. Like so I just have a anti-anxiety walking. It's good for me. I have a board across like the handrails of the treadmill and I put my computer on that and I work down there and I get a lot of steps. Uh, and he's perfectly content. We have that on the ground floor, like in our little room. And he's perfectly content to like lay on a little beach towel next to me in the room. And he just goes to sleep. He just he knows you're great. there and he thinks it's great that you stay in one spot. He's he's probably most relaxed down there of anywhere. Um, and so I had him down there with me today. Your dad wasn't here, so he was with me all day. Uh, and at some point I was like, oh, I didn't bring down any water, but I know I have a water bottle in my car, which is like two feet from the downstairs enclosure. Yeah. So I step off the treadmill. And He's walk- sleeping. You figure you can sneak away. He's sleeping. I get my water bottle out of the car. I immediately come back. And he's sitting up looking at me, and he's shaking oh. like like Schmieg used to sh- shake for thunderstorms, like super freaked out. And I had to sit on the floor for like half an hour with him, petting him to try to calm him down. Now, I don't know if it's because I walked out of the room for two minutes. He doesn't normally do that when we're out of earshot or eyesight or whatever. Um he could just have been having a panic attack. I mean, a lot of our rescue dogs do that where they'll have those like trembling freak out moments. Um, you know, not often, but occasionally. So I texted the woman who had been fostering him before us. And uh, cause she, he can't go up the stairs easily and she has stairs in her house. So of course it was a real struggle. You couldn't leave him downstairs. And so it was too hard for her to bring him upstairs. That's why he's with us. That's right. She would sleep upstairs, but he would just stay downstairs and bark, right? And she'd have to carry him up the stairs then, yeah. uh, which is, I mean, it would be hard. For, he's a, he's the same size as Vink, but he's 20 pounds heavier than Vink. He's, he's like, not fat. He's made of fruitcake. He's, he's dense like a fruitcake. So it's, you know, hard. It would be hard for anyone to carry him up the stairs. So I texted her and I was like, hey, um, 
you know, sorry to bug you, but has he ever done this before? Like, it's not normally, like, sort of shivering isn't normally a symptom of, like, his hemangiosarcoma having a problem. But at the same time, like, I don't know exactly what's going on. You know, is this a thing that's happened? And a few minutes later, she's like, yeah, you know, that happened twice, once in the morning and once in the afternoon, and it stopped when I pet him. And I was like, okay, well, you know, it's getting better. Hopefully that's all this is. And she's like, hey, from this text, I just realized you're the person who took my dog Cody. So she had been the foster for Chief Brody, and uh, and she had put him up for adoption and just couldn't find a good home, you know, that could deal with his allergies. And so we had taken him in as a foster, um, but knowing we were going to adopt him, like she could have kept him, but, uh, you know, they were having a hard time finding a home that was a good match with the medical expertise. So we basically, you know, technically made him our foster until we could adopt him. So your dad was like, oh yeah, you know, there was this really nice, the woman who had uh, Parmesan was really nice and this and this. And then I looked at like a picture of him and I was like, oh, of course, like that's her house that I was in when I went to get Brody. So she's <laughs> like, oh, you got Brody. And I was like, yeah, he's great. <laughs> like send her pictures. So apparently we're just passing dogs like into the rescue to her and then to us. Oh, that works. Yeah. Those are good ones. Yep. So I thought that was a nice little. That's, I mean, apparently we only get like, you know, white dogs that are boys through this method so maybe we need other we need to diversify interesting yeah she we did get guac from another foster too who's like i cannot deal with this guacal man understandable <laughs> <laughs> hmm, that makes some sense all right so there we go that's the white dogs um saint patrick is not he's also one of the white dogs yeah well you know he's a little different he's not a gold no and he's not quite as white as them true He's he's having a tough time the last week. He's really unsteady physically. Much more confused than he was. Yeah. Um, he doesn't really seem like he's in a lot of pain. Like his eye seems a little more irritable than it was, but like not super serious. And we're giving him the drops. Um, but he's he's more agitated than he was. Like he's a lot less patient. Like me trying to get him to stand up where normally I would help him with it. Like he, he's kind of turned around and, you know, I snapped at me a couple of times, but not, he can't actually like snap. slow motion. Yeah. Opens his mouth in my general direction, uh, in irritation and, uh, having a harder time getting up. Like he does a lot more pushing with his front legs until he hits a wall and then gets up with his back legs, but he doesn't want any help. Yeah. Less steady, more confused, like kind of more pacing just, you know, we'll take him out, we'll bring him back up in the elevator, and then we'll try to take another dog out. And he's like, I need to go. And then he gets out there and just kind of looks around. So he's fine. I mean, he's not suffering, but he's definitely coming down from his really good couple weeks. Yeah. Hard to get him to eat. That's him trying to stand up right now. <sighs> it's a dramatic event. Yeah. And to what end? Not, not, he doesn't really have a good goal to walk around. I'm Patrick. What's up, St. Patrick? Poor guy. So, yeah, we're just going to... He's on the day-to-day -day plan. He is. He's under close observation. Just keep keep watching him until, you know, he seems like he's not not enjoying it anymore. I wouldn't say that he's enjoying it all that much, though he has his moments. He's wagging now. Whatever he's thinking about, he's making him wag. That's pretty good. I'll take it. Don't know what that was all about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Happy confusion is fine. Just stand in their wagon. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good job not reading the news in 2020, <laughs> St. Patrick. Good job. So that there we go. That's all the white dogs. Uh, guac and... So poor Vink. Did we talk about... No. No. A little meatball. <sighs> so Vink has had another one of her like full body outbreaks of itchiness hot spottedness like her whole skin turns pink and some of it gets sticky it literally happens overnight and you know she had this whatever a couple months ago and we took her to the vet we got her on medicine and there have been a few times where it's been starting before and we've been able to catch it and this time we noticed it as soon as we started and i was trying you know like five different sprays all like stacked on top of each other and everything and it didn't matter it got really bad so we took her in and um you know, they put her on some antibiotics for it, but they're like, look, because I'm like, it's not like she gets into something, like she finds poison ivy or whatever. Right. And 
we, you know, she's just kind of in the at our house all the time. And nothing's changed in the last year or two. Yeah. And I'm like, she also eats the same thing as she's been eating for years. And they're, you know, so we kind of talked about it's probably some kind of allergy. And so we did a blood test um, to see if she has environmental allergies like grasses or whatever. Mm. And if it is that, then she'll start allergy shots just like Brody is on. And if it's not that, it means it's a food allergy. And then she'll start the special food like Chief Brody was on. And so yeah, yeah. hopefully that will keep it under control for her. Uh, so the blood test, I think we're going to get back this week. We'll get the Maybe she's trying to be like Chief stuff. Brody. Be like, oh, he's so cool. He like gets those allergy shots. I want those. That's badass. I, I want to get shots. I want shots, shots. Uh, so, yeah, so we should have blood updates on Vink and Voodoo, the V-Dogs. Uh, For totally different reasons. Which and means a No Rules podcast may be coming with well, blood tests. this results. a No Rules podcast? No, no, this is the regular podcast. It's Tuesday. Well, it's a little early. Yeah, it's blowing in my mind. <laughs> uh, okay, so then Hops is fine. Guac is fine. Nothing to report with either of them, except they're awesome. They're awesome. Hops yeah. is more awesome. Guac is your boy. Hey, he is. I love him. He's a nice <laughs> boy. Uh, one other—that's St. Patrick making that sound. One other story that I'll just put on here is that I was walking Hops, um, and there were some people who'd been renting a house down the street. When you rent in the Keys outside of Key West, you have to rent for a month at a time. So the renters are always down here for a long time. And there's this family with like two little kids. I think they were six and eight um and they were packing up to get ready to go a couple days ago go back to tennessee i think and the six-year-old is out there and he's like looking at me walking hops and he's looking and he's like i like your dog and i was like thanks and he's like that's a really nice dog and the dad comes out i'm like he can pet the dog if he wants to and that's like yeah it's fine so i kind of bring hops over he's petting hops asking he's asking me all these dog questions like oh how old is she and i'm like oh she's seven he's like well i'm six and i was like well i have a dog who's six too and he's like, my brother is nine. And I was like, I have a dog who's nine too. I have seven dogs. And he's like, oh my gosh. He's like, I only have one dog. And I said, what kind of dog is it? And he said, well, it's half lab and half dog. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was a great and accurate answer. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's half dog. Half dog. Uh, so there you go. That's all the dog updates. Do you have a German word of the week for us? Nothing major but i've been looking at some german stuff on social media and stuff and it's amazing how much english there is in german these days mm -hmm. in colloquial german someone was referring to something being a real upturner das ist der echte upturner mm -hmm. which means it it turns you off <laughs> it's a turn off is yeah. really what she meant it's like this is what's really ticking me off Das ist der echte Abturner. Abturner. Der echte Abturner kommt erst noch. And then, you, and then she's like, and that's this. It's very interesting. I had not heard that before. Nice. Yeah, it's sort of like they say, um, das ist ganz schön abgefuckt. <laughs> They've just, you know, Germanized some things. It's very, it's very interesting how cosmopolitan German has become. So uh, in German, if you want to make something uh, past tense, you put GE at the beginning instead of like ED at the end so you would say in english i talked mm -hmm. and if you were to germanify that sort of you'd be like i could talk it would be past tense <laughs> i mean just to to yeah. make it a little weird you, like you just mix it all up you put of. the ge at the beginning in that like gemacht so machen is to do so mm -hmm. like ich mache would be i do ich habe gemacht yeah. i did it uh and so gefucked is <laughs> i've it's fucked abgefucked is like Fucked up. Yeah. Ab, ab would be up, this is sort of. Up. <laughs> ab, and then like it's it's not fuck singular. It's past tense fucked. Yeah. So you put the G. So abgefucked. But of course that's an English word, so it doesn't really. It's just a very, it's very interesting funny construction. Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. Abgefucked. Yeah. yeah. Up. Upturner. Past tense. The upturner. Uh, okay. The the. Case of the Keys story for this week is that yesterday was the last day of hurricane season. Hurricane season, it's over. Yeah, that's a good one. And uh, to celebrate the end of hurricane season, we burn 
do a ceremonial burning of the hurricane flags in Mallory Square in uh, Key West. And normally you go and there's a big party and there's music and whatever. Obviously for COVID there was not. They did live stream it on Facebook and there were a few people there. I think they were mostly Coast Guard people though. So uh, I think we've talked about the hurricane flags. Like it's a square red flag with a black square in the middle. Two of those is a hurricane. One is like a tropical storm and two is a hurricane. And so they get a big long pole and they got two of those flags on it for the hurricane. They light them on fire. Ceremonial burning of the end of hurricane season. Mother Nature celebrated by making today the windiest day of the entire summer. It was quite windy today and (laughs) chilly. Yeah, it's gone down into the 60s. Oh, my God. Like, it was 70 for the high today. I'm in long sleeves and long pants. We'll have iguanas dropping from the trees soon. (laughs) Uh, We don't have any heat in our house. No. We've got a couple space heaters if... Because it's it's rarely this cold, even in oh, no, it, February. Yeah, very rarely. We'll have a couple days where it's like it gets down to like 58 at night, and then it's like 65 during the day, which is actually real cold to be in your house without heat. Yeah. Uh, but those are, those are our coldest days. We got That's a couple. Right. We can't just heaters. turn up the heat to make it 70. You'd have to. We yeah. do space heaters and blankies. Blankies, yeah. So fortunately, this is one of the. I think it was 70 today. It wasn't. I mean, I didn't have the space heaters out, but. Uh, it, it's quite chilly for here at any point in the year. I'm wearing long pants. I mean, it's interesting that you just said it was the windiest day of the summer. It's December. Yeah, well, yeah. It's always <laughs> it's, summer. It's all kind of connected. The windiest day of the year. <laughs> Even during the hurricane, we didn't have this much. I don't think it was that gaily. It was, it was quite windy today, yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, there you go. That's the taste of the keys. There you go. All right, so we have six official dogs plus a hospice guy who's our dog because he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Welcome to Voodoo is a permanent we member of the squad. We have less floor space now than before. Noticeably less floor space. It is. It, the current configuration is quite overwhelming. Um, there's a lot of needy dogs. Like St. Patrick is very needy in his yeah. fragile state. Um, Parmesan is very needy, I think, <laughs> excuse me, in general. And also he hasn't settled in. And also, you know, he's a hospice case. He's got a lot of stuff wrong with him. Uh, Voodoo is just untrained and he's taking, like his leave it is quite good. Like he drops stuff very fast, but he still picks a lot of stuff up. And so he hasn't really learned. So he requires constant vigilance. Yeah, Brody's a little on edge, uh, you know, not in an aggressive way, but he's very demanding. He was demanding before and now he's like extra demanding. Uh, And Guac and Hops and Vink emotionally are doing fine. But when we let them out, like Guac always wants to go in the water, Voodoo goes in the water and kind of wanders away, and Guac can do that too. So we can't just like let them out. Yeah, we have to be super vigilant about it. So everything is just requiring a lot of attention, and you know, like our meal times. The meal times two weeks ago is like we put everybody's food down and they're done and they get their carrots. I know. And now it's like Voodoo has to get his stuff in his room and close the door because otherwise he wanders out. And then every then we do the five. But then Parmesan and St. Patrick both need their hand feeding and they take it at different times. It's whenever they feel like eating, right? Neither of them eat very well. Yeah. And then all the other dogs want to get in there. Everything happens in shifts now that could, could happen at once before. Yeah. I mean, we can maybe take two dogs out at once. A lot of a lot more elevator trips because Voodoo needs the elevator because he can't go up the stairs. The best is when only one dog goes out at at, at, at once and it's seven trips because they're all dopey. It usually is like that. Yeah and, yeah, and one of them will go out and the other ones will kind of look up and go, "I'm still sleeping," and then one of them will go, "I'm not sleeping anymore." Yeah, we do a lot of seven trips shuttling. Yeah, that's and that takes a while. <laughs> but then it's like super stressful. It's like okay, so we get say voodoo and parmesan down together yeah and then voodoo just lays down i'm a little better at getting him to move but he'll just lay down and so then Giordad has to bring parmesan back up in the elevator which is a perfect time for voodoo to go into the water and then just start walking away uh (laughs) because Giordad has to come back down in the elevator and that's i can't speed that up (laughs) it's like a minute yeah it's it's like in some action thriller or something it'll be you know trying to rescue someone coming down that elevator and it'll be like <laughs> it's terrible uh and so yeah it's like we do we have to keep everybody leashed like sometimes uh which is also a real pain because then 
you know, like Voodoo needs to now circle a bunch of times to do his business because I think it's very hard on his legs and, and has been for a long time. Yeah. It's really, it's an overwhelming configuration. We're getting there. We have we have three really new dogs who just aren't, no, for sure. are still finding their spot, right? All the new white guys. Yes. Yeah. Uh, are, are still figuring stuff out. Yeah. They're, so it's going to be fine. Uh, and, you know... St. Patrick and and Parmesan are not here for that long, and so we want to be as, you know, accommodating to all of their little things as we can. And, you know, fortunately, you know, Parmesan is very demanding of time, but St. Patrick isn't. Like, he just kind of wants to be left alone and sleep. Yeah. Uh, If they were both this needy, it would be even harder. So it's a little overwhelming. When When we had six with Riley coming in as six, it was a very, very easy squad to take care of. And if we had added a hospice dog on top of that, it still would have been really easy. Because they were girls. They were all girls. But now with Guac and Voodoo and Chief Brody, all the boys, in the mixes, like the three of the six, and then uh, whatever. Instead of Jasmine, Maggie, and Riley, we got Brody, Voodoo, and Parmesan, and Guac. Uh, Like, that's really hard. And then so then to have St. Patrick on top of that and... Parmesan on top of that, uh, who need a lot of individual attention. It's that's a little much right now, but hopefully, I mean, Voodoo's learning well. He's he's got a ways to go, but he he's learning. So hopefully, you know, they all kind of fall into line. And still easier having him here than in Maryland, where like it rains half the time. Yes. and it's cold, and yes. it's uh, oh, and we got the elevator. I mean, it's so good. Yeah, having bedrooms on different floors there is is it would be unsustainable for yeah three of these guys for now for sure all right well thank you all for listening yep um happy december i didn't realize this was a rules podcast the whole time until the end there no rules podcast coming soon when we have blood results i had a little bit too much of a carefree attitude then i should have been much more restrained apologies if i shocked anyone cake you know it's that those colors are not found in nature (laughs) no well, until next time, maybe don't eat any American fruitcake. No, stolen, man. That's the way to go. And don't bite anyone unless they ask you. Yeah, to. don't do that. Bye. Bye. Bye.